Hello, friend. Happy Saturday. So I'm going to get right into it. Um, For those of you who are new, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Sunny days are here. I am actually coming to you from my uh, place of rest um, from my bedroom. I was reading, actually writing in my journal, and I started to post on uh, social media, on Facebook. But then I said, you know what? Right now, my mind is so full. I'd rather just talk it out. And so this is just an impromptu. I don't know where it's going to lead. Um, I just pray that I'm led of the Holy Spirit. I've got a lot on my mind. And I just want to share. Maybe you can relate. Um, Prayerfully, you will get some encouragement. I do know there are some scriptures that I would like to share. um, But I just want to talk. Um, Because sometimes it's just good to talk it out. Talk it through. And in the midst of that, even if you're not talking to someone um, as in another person, God is always there with a listening ear. He said he'd never leave us or forsake us. He'd be with us even until the end. And so, friend, you've got a friend in me. But most importantly, um, when you belong to the body of Christ, you have a friend in Jesus. And because I am who I am, my mind just went to a song. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, my favorite verse um, from that hymn, Noah, is, Oh, what peace we often forfeit. And oh, what needless pains we bear. Hmm. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Have you prayed about it, friend? Have you prayed about that thing that's tugging at your heart that you are you've been anxious about that you've been grieved over have you taken it to the Lord in prayer have you left it at his feet maybe you've prayed about it but in the midst of the prayer you decided to hold on to it or try to figure things out your way well friend I want to encourage you um, to seek the Lord he says Trust in the Lord with all of my heart, all of thine heart, uh, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. That's Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. I usually try to make that personalized. I will trust in the Lord with all of my heart. I will not lean to my own understanding, but in all my ways, I will acknowledge him because I know he'll direct my path. When you make that thing personal, It's so much more reassuring. Let's pray. Oh, Father God, I thank you that you sent an advocate for us. Your son, Jesus. To redeem us from sin that we were in. So that we could be reconciled to you. 
when we choose to live for him, for you. I thank you for the Holy Spirit leaving him as a comforter, counselor for us so that we can walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. God, it's hard right now. It is legit hard right now. Uh, The world just seeks to devour your children. You told us not to be weary in well-doing. But honestly, sometimes we do get weary. We get weary, we get tired, we get frustrated, and we even become doubtful of the promises that you've made. Forgive us, Lord, for comparing you to the next human that hurt us, that betrayed us, that rejected us, or whatever it is. Forgive us for comparing you to man, to your creation, to your fallen creation, to your flawed creation. You are perfect in all of your ways. There is no error in you, God. There is no error in you. Thank you that you're not like man, nor the son of man that you would uh, have to repent. You won't tell lies. You make no mistakes. There is no oops or how that happened. You are the great I am. And we have a blessed assurance in you that all things work together for the good of those who love you and were called according to your purpose. Build us up in your word, dear Heavenly Father. Help us even when we don't want to help ourselves. Thank you for continuing to be faithful. Help us to put on your armor the whole armor of God so that we can withstand the wiles of the devil, the wicked one. He's so cunning, conniving, deceitful. He means us no good. Open those eyes to those who are blinded to this truth. Open our eyes to see you for who you are and who we are in you so that we can stand boldly in righteousness, unashamedly holding up the banner of truth. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. Lord, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Whatever I say on this podcast, Lord, on this episode, let it come directly from you and you alone. Shut my mouth completely if it's of some Juanita. Lord, you get the glory, the honor, and all the praise belongs to you, Jesus. And it's in your name we pray, and we have victory, and we all say amen. All right, so... I'm going to go directly to Ephesians 6, and I'm going to start off with verse 10. Um, I usually like to tell you what version I'm reading from. I have my 
faithful Bible in the car that I did not get out last night. So this Bible is an oldie and it is the New King James Version. Ha! Same version I have in the car. But it's just bigger letters because like Paul, <laughs> this vision of mine is not the greatest. Um, but God be all the glory because I thank him for the vision that I do have. Even though this is a smaller print, I can still read it. So grab your Bibles, turn to Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 10. The whole armor of God. Let us read. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Finally, my brethren, I'm rereading. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Friend, let's stop right there and let's 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 break that verse down. Finally, my brethren, who is the brethren? Well, we are those who belong to the most high God. We are the body of Christ, brothers and sisters. So uh, when it says my brethren, um, the writer is speaking to those who are in the body of Christ. So I'm speaking to you, um, brethren, be strong in the Lord. <laughs> what does strong mean? Let us look it up. And I apologize if there is any um, sound right now. Because I'm using my phone for this episode. And I am also using it right now to look up the definition strong. Which I wish I had my old school dictionary. However... Strong means having the power. Well, the first definition says uh, having the power to move heavy weights or perform other physically demanding tasks. We're going to go down to the second uh, definition. Able to withstand great force or pressure. Strong, able to withstand great force or pressure. Not easily disturbed, upset, or affected. Showing determination, self-control, and good judgment. Firmly held or established. Those are all... I mean, awesome definitions of strong. And those definitions actually connect to everyday living uh, for um, a Christian, for someone who is walking in Christ. So it says, finally, my brethren, be strong. Not easily disturbed, upset, or affected. Be strong, showing determination, self-control, and good judgment. Be strong, firmly held, or established. Be strong, not easily affected by disease or hardship. 
Is that you? Are you strong? It's so important to read it in context because if we stop at be strong, that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure not to be easily disturbed, upset, or affected. It's really hard at times to show determination, self-control, and good judgment, to be firmly held or established, to withstand great force or pressure. But when you attach it in its context, and it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, be strong in the Lord. Let's look up the definition of in. The definition of in I wish I had my old Bible, you all. I'm sorry for the long pauses, but I'm trying to find the right one. All right, so I'm going to read a few definitions. On the inside, within. Located or situated, I'm sorry, situated within, inner, internal. For the sake of time and to keep us um, focused, we'll stop there. So be strong in the Lord. We'll say located or situation, uh, situation, <laughs> located or situated within inner, internal. So um, we have to be strong in the Lord. This is a spiritual thing. It can't, the strength can't come from ourselves. We have to draw strength from within and who lives in us. The spirit of the Lord dwells within the body of Christ, his people. So when um, the scripture says, be strong in the Lord, that means you're drawing strength from him and not from your flesh and emotions and in the power and not and let me say this not from your flesh and emotions or your own intellect because sometimes um, we think that we know things and we think that we know more than God let's just be honest sometimes we think we know more than God we think we know the plans um, 
or there is something that we think we're strong in. Oh, I can do this. I can do this because we have the intellect or we might have the physical uh, strength to do it. And so we take credit for it. When in reality, apart from God, we can do nothing. Um, and apart from him getting glory, it's all in vain. It's all in vain. Apart from him getting glory, it's all in vain. And when you're strong in the Lord, don't you just feel rest by saying that? Like even hearing it, be strong in the Lord. Doesn't that just bring about peace? Because you know you don't have to do this on your own. Oh, that ministers to me so much, friend. There's so much going on in this world, so much pressure for us to be um, to be superheroes, to overwork ourselves, to overextend ourselves, to be strong, to buckle up, pull up our bootstraps, get things done. And there's nothing wrong with getting things done. But where are you drawing your strength? And did the Lord tell you to do that? That's a whole nother episode, but just a little nugget, just a little nugget, just because you're strong enough to do it. Should you be doing it? Should you friend? Should you really? Back to being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's the entire sh- Uh, Bible verse it says finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might in the power of his might our strength on our own can only go so far our willpower can only go it's 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 limited let's be honest sometimes in our minds we don't think it's limited we really think at times that we can do all things we leave off the part i can do all things through christ who strengthens me sometimes we just think that we know it all and we don't We don't know it all. We don't have all the answers. We are not strong. We are weak. And in society, how dare you say that you're weak? The weak will get eaten up. The weak never make it. But my Bible says different about the weak. And because this is an impromptu led of the spirit uh, episode, I'm going to have to type up this scripture. I don't have it written down, but I know where it's coming from. Uh, So, um, 2 Corinthians 12. 2 Corinthians 12. I'm going to turn to it in my Bible as well. 
Pardon the pages. 2 Corinthians 12. I want to read it in context. So, Paul at the time, um, there was a thorn in his flesh that was given to him. Um, I don't know. We don't know what that thorn was. Um, That's a whole nother subject, but I'm just trying to preface um, where I'm leading to. Um, But he he was sharing, uh, saying, and lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. That's verse 7 of Second uh, Corinthians chapter 12. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. So this thorn, he's asking the Lord to, um, you know, to take it away. Verse 9 says, and he said to me, this is the Lord saying to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And um, then Paul goes to say, therefore most gladly I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Um, But I want to go to the top portion of verse 9 where it says, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you For my strength is made perfect in weakness. The Lord's strength is made perfect in our weakness, in our weakness. When we are at at our lowest point and we reach out to the Lord God Almighty. When we humble ourselves, that's when the Lord's strength is made perfect in us. In our weakness. When we admit that we need him. That we're weak without him. That we need his strength to supersede. It's made perfect in our weakness. Think about that, friend. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, because his power is made perfect in weakness. It's okay to say that you're tired, that you're burnt out, that you're exhausted, that you're overwhelmed. Those are signs in the world of weakness. But in the mind of Christ, Oh, that's the perfect setup, friend. That is the perfect setup for yielding to him so that his strength can be made perfect in you. So that you can be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I mean, think about it. He created us. What? A privilege for the created to 
to be able to have the power of the creator to rest upon them. No, by no means are we God. But God is saying, when you yield, I'm here to give you everything that you need to be strong. There's one verse that I want to share. Go to Matthew chapter 11. Again, forgive me for the sound of the pages. Um, For those of you who are joining in, this was an impromptu episode. I just had a lot on my mind. And it's actually not the way that I thought I was going to go. But I'm just being led of the Lord. Um, I had planned on reading um, all of um, the full armor of God from Ephesians 6, 10 through 20, I believe it is. I was going to read all of that and just encourage um, the body of Christ to put on the full armor of God. But the Lord stopped me just at verse 10 of being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might because a lot of times we just we look at ourselves as strong when we're really weak or we look at ourselves as weak when we're really strong and I hope you get that sometimes we don't really realize the strength that we have because we are in the Lord and we are trusting in him and there's so much pressure for us to do Um, the opposite in the tangible way. Um, The world wants us to um, take matters into our own hands instead of waiting on the Lord and being of good courage, knowing that he will strengthen our hearts. You know, that's the best strength to have, friend. And when you have that type of strength, you're looked at as weak. When you don't respond in a flesh manner um, to um, a negative situation, it could be on your job, it could be in your home, it could be um, driving in the car, someone cuts you off. It could be in the grocery store, a stranger, a cashier, a customer next to you. How are you responding? Are you responding like the world? Or are you responding the way that the Lord has commanded us to respond? And that's in love. That's in love. And if we look up the real definition of what love is, and we're not looking, Googling it up, we're going straight to Um, Who is love? And that will be found in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter of what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. I don't know um, the rest verbatim, but we can stop right there and just, ooh, love is patient. Love is kind. 
Wow. Are you being kind? Are you being kind, friend? I know this is like a sidebar and we're going to go um, to Matthew 11 um, in a moment. But are you being kind? Are you being kind to your fellow brothers and sisters? Oh, wait, right there. Are you being kind to those who are in your home? Because your first neighbor, if you are married, your first neighbor is your mate. That's your first neighbor. And then after that, if you have any children, they are your neighbors. So are you being kind to them? Are you being kind to your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ? Are you being kind to those who are not? Hey, brethren. Are you being kind to those who are not kind to you? Are you? The Lord has really been dealing with me in kindness. I'll be honest with you. Um... Because, you know, like we have different, everyone has different uh, uh, personalities. And even in the body of Christ, there are no robots. We are all human beings. God created us equally, but we are unique and different in our own ways. And that's a blessing. Um, and that I want to say that naturally, there are some people who are naturally kind. You know what I mean? Like there are some people who are not Christians who are just naturally kind. Um, there are some people who are Christians um, who are naturally kind. Like it's not hard for them to be kind. And I will say that is that is one of um, one of my strengths is naturally being kind. Um, and in the Lord Oh, it's just even so much sweeter. But let me be honest with you, friend. Lately, I am being challenged to be kind. And I had to stop for a moment. And I'm like, wait a minute. Um, What is this I'm feeling? I'm feeling this is being mean. Or this is being abrupt. Or... That was not, that wasn't kind. And I'm saying this to myself, you know, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. And then he woke me up um, one morning and said to me, be kind today. Be purposely kind. And for a moment in my flesh, I was thinking, well, I'm a kind person. And I am. But what if it's a challenge to be kind? I am being challenged to be kind to those who are not kind to me. I am being challenged to be kind to those who aggravate me. Let's be honest. There are people who aggravate you. They aggravate you. There are some people who you would rather not have conversations with. Just because they aggravate you. There's just something about them that just rubs you the wrong way. I'm be honest. There are several people that I can name. Just, I mean, it will roll right off of my tongue. But for privacy purposes and for being kind, I will not share their names. I could be um, someone who rubs you the wrong way. It just could be my personality. 
Um, it could be something in in me that is challenging you, which that is a whole nother episode. Um, and you just don't like me for that reason. Um, but for whatever it is, as a follower of Christ, you are still called to be kind. And when people say it doesn't cost a thing to be kind, huh? I beg to differ. I beg to differ. It costs you dying to yourself daily, moment by moment sometimes, to be kind. Because sometimes we're at a place where we just don't want to be kind. It could be have nothing to do with the other person. It could be that um, you're just in a season where um, life is hard. And whoever that person is, or maybe a situation comes up and that person just is caught in crossfire and you're just being unkind. It could be that um, you're sad and you're easily agitated. I can attest to that. You know, with these past, how many months has it been? My mom went home in February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. It's been eight months since my mama went home. And sometimes I'm agitated because I just miss my mom. But that doesn't give me a right to be unkind to someone else. Um, it could be that time of the month where your body is changing, your hormones are, are you know, off balance. And sometimes there's physical pain because it's a real thing um, that uh, PMS and act- the actual uh, menstrual cycle. I don't know about you all, but there are times where I am in excruciating pain and I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to hear anybody. I don't want to be bothered. But guess what? Reality is I got to get up depending on the day and go to work and interact. And I can't use the excuse of My period is on, so I get to be unkind. The Lord has called me out on that. You can't use an excuse. You know? So I hope that little sidebar was an encouragement or even um, a challenge to you if you felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit saying, That's me right there. I need to start practicing purposely on being kind to others. You know what will help you? Going back to the verse that we started off with, Ephesians 6 and 10, being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Because there are times where we absolutely need his strength to be kind. And he'll help us do it, friend. And he'll get the glory out of it. And you'll be so much better off for it. All right. So Matthew 11, 
Matthew 11. And I want to start at verse... Twenty-eight. I'm gonna read twenty-eight through thirty. Okay, again, that is Matthew chapter eleven, verses twenty-eight through thirty. It says, "Come to me." This is Jesus speaking. "Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls." For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Are you weighed down, friend? Are you carrying all of life's trials and burdens that you're personally going through, that the world is going through, that your mate may be going through, that your children may be going through, that your job may be going through, that your best friend may be going through? Do you have all of those things? Carrying them as if they were your own or as if you had the power to make things right. Lay it down, friend. It does not belong to you. Jesus says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. So it's, so he's saying, if you come to me. I will give you rest. Aren't you tired, friend? And I don't even necessarily mean a physical tired, although there are many of us, I say many of us because I included myself, who are physically tired and actually need physical rest. Rest is so important. Physical rest is so important. It is so important. We need physical rest rest like legit need to be able to close our eyes and go to sleep and not just that light sleep but that deep REM sleep that good sleep that no dreams type of sleep that just I mean I'm just resting and I wake up feeling rested we need that that's necessary. Rest is necessary. And the Lord is offering to give us rest. His rest. Even the Lord, he rested on the seventh day. He rested. I am going to look up the word rest in hopes that Google will give me a good definition. Okay, rest. Freedom from activity or labor. A state of motion, motionlessness or inactivity. Peace of mind or spirit. Something used for support. Ooh, at rest, 
free of anxieties. Rest is a verb to get rest by lying down, especially sleep. To cease from action or motion, refrain from labor or exertion, to be free from anxiety or disturbance. Ooh, y'all. Oh my goodness, this is a great one. This is an interest and transitive verb. Um to remain confident, trust. Wow. That is that let's hold on to that one to remain confident trust that is part of um the definition of rest as a verb an intransitive verb to remain confident trust now let's go back come to me all you who late who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest we can remain confident we can remain confident in Christ our trust can be completely I don't even know how to word it When we trust in the Lord, we find true rest. And when we rest in the Lord, we learn how to trust. The more we rest, the more we trust. The more we trust, the more we rest. Verse 30, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. Oh, Heavenly Father. I thank you so much just for this opportunity to um, be before your people through this podcast. And I just ask that Whoever hears the sound of my voice at this time, whether it be the day of the recording or days behind uh, the recording, years, weeks, months, I know it will be on time for their ears and their heart to be encouraged, their mind to be renewed in you. Trust and faith in you so that they can have rest for their souls rest in their minds rest in their hearts rest in their bodies we speak peace oh God through your son Jesus name help us Lord to be strong in you in you alone oh God let us draw our strength from you Put on the full armor of God so that we can be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. Help us, Lord.
help, friend. This is the longest episode that I've ever done. I know there are a lot of pauses. Um, There won't be any edits for those of you who are new. Um, A part of the original um, intention for me creating this podcast, um, I decided that I would not do any edits that um, because in my flesh, I have struggled um, or it's been a challenge for me with perfectionism, everything having to be perfect. For this podcast, I decided that it would not be that I would just be myself. So any flibs that um, I would make, I would just leave them there to know that my heart is um, is as unto the Lord. And sometimes for me, it just has to be okay the way that it is. And yeah, here it is, 45 minutes um, of pausing, hiccuping, mispronunciation of words. Um, But nevertheless, God be glory. Sunny days are here. Be encouraged.